Happy Friday, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Jibber Jabber podcast. Uh, J-Mac, do you count Friday as a weekend? Yes, absolutely, especially when it's my long weekend like this one. <laughs> so the weekend has just begun, and we are uh, kicking off this double bill tonight with uh, an episode that I've actually wanted to do for a wee while. It's been in the back of my mind, but right, when, when we get more into doing some more music episodes, which more to come up on that very soon, so keep an eye mm. out. Um, yeah, I was like, right, when we do some more music stuff, I really want to reach out to this guy, a dull boy. Um, by chance, I kind of just, I think it was your brother, shared Big Glove on Spotify, uh, on Spotify on Facebook. And I was like, I've heard that before. <laughs> it all became a bit familiar to me. And I was like, mm-hmm. epic. And then, I, and then I started listening to more of the stuff. And I found uh, when I was young on youtube and i've showed that at every house i go to i'm just like check this out this <laughs> i relate to this so much <laughs> just the words in it are perfect and um, so today we're basically chatting to a dull boy robin crosby uh i'm looking forward to finding out basically what you know what made him start in music uh why the name a dull boy and his music like i've said this a few times local music for me is kind of uh you get a big chunk of local music that's just trying to sound like the next band and the bands that are all in the charts and then you get the real artists which you've got to really wage your way through that to find mm-hmm. and there are there are only a few of those in, in West Lothian some of them are already sitting at the top of the charts uh, but some you need to really look further for and that's one we're talking to today mm. so yeah it's without one, further eh? what one thing one thing about uh Adult boy Robbins. Um, adult boy is what he calls himself, by the way. That's not mm-hmm. some horrible nickname that we just gave him. Then <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure he won't be a dull boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the the one thing you can say about his music is it is very unique. Um, and I've never heard anything like it before. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. I said to my wife, it's like it's like he got his journal out and started playing music to it, which is the best kind of music. The, the stuff that's true. Mm. But I'm just a uh, I actually grabbed my guitar the other day and I was like, right, I'm going to try and figure out how to play uh, Big Glove. I just, I'll just come up with myself. So to play in, Robin, here is myself. <laughs> Ladies and gents, a dull boy. Wow. <laughs> that, listen, oi, this is too much, man. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm a blushing. Because yeah. that is some nice stuff, man. I really appreciate everything that you said there. I've never... This is new. Do people not tell you that stuff, no? Um, no, really. Um, it's... No. No, no to, to to be honest, whenever I'm playing live, I tend to be. Uh, I've had two or three uh, drinks, <laughs> and I'm just wandering about the back. Uh, oh. I, I never really interact, so it's very, very strange to be sober. I've, I've been sober for a couple of months, and it's very, very. <laughs> it's a new experience. I must say, I'm I'm blown away. I, I do appreciate experience that. And even trying and even playing the 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 run well, 
Kevin goes Thanks. the extra mile, man. Uh, that <laughs> was does. just above and beyond. <laughs> Did not I mean, uh, it. <laughs> do you do you play that song on acoustic guitar? I've always wondered that because of the it's quite an intricate um, sound. That song I wrote. Um, I had been listening to the soundtrack for the arcade game Double Dragon. Mm, I don't know right. if he's ever listened to any arcade soundtracks. I'd been listening to it and I can't remember the level, but there's a particular <laughs> level that's got a really good kind of melody bass line. And I had acquired a, an old Zoom kind of digital audio workstation. Ah, nice. And I think I think my girlfriend was watching the telly, and I, at the time the dining table was there, and I was just messing around with it. Found a kind of synthy sound, and that happened. And I had I then stuck doing some lyrics, and I thought I've maybe I've maybe got something here. Mm. And uh, the the middle bit is literally me trying to um, copy the Double Dragon arcade <laughs> <laughs> arcade level. I think it, it might be the third level. Yeah. Um, I would recommend listening to that. That that's some of the best music ever in, a, in an arcade game. I am. Um, I was, find was, that. Sorry, I was going to say it was Double Dragon. I mean, when when are we talking for Double Dragon? Is that eight eight bit, sixteen bit? Uh well, if we're back at the arcades, and it, it was it was pre this sort of game engine with the turtles and the X Men and that. So right. um, it might it might be a, I'm not sure um, to be honest with you, but as I mean, you're definitely going back. Uh, it must be, you're easily going back twenty more than twenty years. It must be. Hmm. It must be. Aye. Most of the uh, of the greatest artists that I've ever listened to in interviews, which I spent a lot of my childhood doing, actually say that most of the time they were trying to sound specifically like a song of their heroes. So they say if you ever want to sound like your hero. Listen to their heroes. So that kind of reminds me of that, which you said there. Uh, we've got a couple of comments. Kieran says, evening, guys. Evening, fella. Looking forward to our next Paranormal yeah, Partner next yeah. week. And we've got a mm -hmm. good one for you there as well. <laughs> Matthew Min, who will be joining us later tonight for our watch along. As always, Matthew <laughs> says, the end of Double Dragon caused so many fallouts between me and my pals. <laughs> ah, the, the bit where the war comes out, man, it was never, there was there was no way you did it. It was random. It wasn't fair. <laughs> it wasn't fair that bit and then the spears and then the guy had the gun <laughs> I was able to complete it obviously I was able to do it but um, aye that wasn't fair Thing is, that, that, was right back, that was back before you could save your game as well so you, once mm. you died you died no, that was it it was over uh, I think uh, having a wee a wee twitch channel and playing some of your tunes and just trying to beat that game I think that would be entertaining <laughs> love that game man Love that game. <laughs> so, so basically, you have kind of flown under the radar for me, who and I always thought I had for everybody, uh, man. <laughs> right? I mean, I I felt like I was like kind of lo I'd lost my touch because I've got always got my finger on the pulse, and I have for the last fifteen years or so uh, when it comes to the local scene. Um, so I've seen a lot of the bands and artists mature or or give up, right? Uh, mm. So I know that you'd worked with. Kyle Woods and Lovers Turn to Monsters, yeah? Kyle so, produces all the stuff that I do. He records right. all the stuff that I do. Um, well, I, I, I listen to a lot of his stuff yeah. for years, many years. That guy's probably written more songs than we've all had dinners in our whole life. There's right? a the, huge part of Kyle and everyone that we do, and he is one of the most prolific writers and mm -hmm. releasers of music that you can come across. It's just a huge body, very high level. Right, absolutely, and mm -hmm. um, plus just a great guy. Just a great Aye. guy. I am. Um, we. I grew up literally living across the road from him for years, eh? and then I kind of throughout my high school years had kind of started to listen to his music. He was in several different bands, but Aye. I mean, you find that solo artists or local solo artists do it for about a year or two, realize they're not going to be famous, and then they stop. And you can just just tell that Lovers Turn to Monsters is just completely where that guy exists, and there's i would i would encourage anybody that hasn't to go and check out anything from lovers turned monsters i mean you're going to spend a few years trying to catch up on his back catalog but there's <laughs> absolutely something there for you and what i like about it as well is like you can almost tell he's tucked himself away in a little corner of a room and just poured his heart into the pages quite, 
quite literally uh, yeah actually quite literally yeah, yeah. So it's very very artistic and i draw a lot of inspiration from a lot of stuff that he's done previously and stuff sometimes you can you can tell some of the songs that he's put together it's a couple simple chords but there's uh, and it's the same with yours this is why i had kind of brought him up that's why I, I, for me it's like right you caught my eye because or my ears because you do have a similarity and, and it makes sense though that that you have worked together completely the whole yeah. time and that's that there's uh, an intangible originality about what goes into the music that is missing today and i think that's why you and guys like kyle stand out on the on the scene but the thing is it's just like we never see you i never see your name on posters when it comes to the local gigs very rare same with with kyle i mean why do you guys not get out there and really hit the festivals or what well kyle I've, I mean, I have, and Kyle has as well, and not just mm-hmm. locally, but doing the rabbit hole and stuff. Early, early Wickerman had a, a wee set in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Kyle's based in Glasgow now, so you'll always find him in Block. He, he yeah. plays, he plays a lot through there, and he's he's, mm-hmm. he's always very, very busy. Um, for me, um, for, I, I've played for uh, years and years and years, one way or another, and. Uh, it uh, 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 kind of got. Uh, it, it was. I'm not going to say boring because it's it's anything <laughs> but it's anything but boring. But mm-hmm. it, it's difficult to find a place that that has the right mix of people that are out to to have a drink and out to tune in to what's going yeah. on. Um. So uh, uh, again, uh, most of it was out in in Glasgow, working with, working with some sort of bookers through there, uh, some mm. of the smaller places. But um, mostly now you'll find me uh, kicking about the purple orange in Bathgate. Um, mm. If I'm no in Edinburgh or, or not at Glasgow, just because it's a music venue, a pub can be hit or miss because mm-hmm. no everybody's there to, to listen and. That's true. I, I think to get anything out of Kyle or, or anything that I do, you kind of need to listen to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, feel a bit, I feel a bit remiss. Where's the purple orange? Oh, come it? on. It's literally next to the dreadnought. It's round the corner. That's is just it? round the corner and up, yeah. Just right. round the corner and up. There is used to be a head shop it, up there. Is it just a wee <laughs> kind of music room with, just with a, a wee, bar in just, that? Or? Just a wee music shop and in the back it's this venue set up uh, Great people that run it and great people that go there. Good, good community there. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and that extends further. It isn't just there, but certainly when you're in there, you know that the, the people are going to listen to you. And as I say, for me, excuse me, I spent like years and years playing in covers, uh, playing in covers bands, and um, playing parties and weddings where folk aren't really listening or they just want to dance to something or they just want to hear oasis again and i was the biggest <laughs> fan i was the biggest fan of oasis for the longest time but got i got really tired of that um mm-hmm. and stepped away for ages and uh i can still remember it was just the relationship i was in was gone nowhere it was kind of dying and uh my guitar was actually away in a case under a bed and i grabbed it and just out of frustration it was i literally came away with the first few bars of a song that isn't actually on any of the, the recorded stuff really, but it's called Hometown. And mm-hmm. it kind of became a song that I was known for. I, 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 I kind of thought this, I was singing in my own accent and I was, na- I was singing about what was really happening to me. And mm-hmm. it seemed to just, it resonated with me having spent so long playing covers and stuff I wasn't really invested in. And then I went into the quarry in Ermadale and I uh, played it and folks really seemed to enjoy it. And it just kind of uh, uh, rolled on for there. Mm. Um, so I that, that's that's kind of how I got it. But I, I'm not out and about as much as I would. I mean, obviously, there's a pandemic going on. Nobody was really out and about that much. And I might be a wee bit more going forward. Um mm. Alan Snelling says hometown. Nice. Nice. Alan's a good. <laughs> Alice played played in bands with years for Alan. He's an incredible Brilliant. keyboardist. I find that you have and not so many artists do it. I don't think I'm that great at it, although I would never really refer to myself as an artist, but I'm someone that always plays and I've always someone that always essentially writes, just not always on paper. Yeah. Uh, but but um not every artist finds that place where they're able to to write uh to write about themselves. 
and and reflection because I think listening through your Spotify, I'm like, wow, I get everything you're talking about, and the way you do it is so effortlessly put together. Well, well, not effort. It feels effortlessly to listen to, uh, it. and I can imagine uh, that it kind of just came for you, yeah. It's a deliberate thing. Um, I used to be very go over it again, rewrite it, go over it again, mm -hmm. try and get it right, try and get the right word. Whenever I'm playing, don't mess mess the chord up. Now, but, I mean that that was that was part of what was making it stale for me. It was a conscious decision to say, "Look, this is going to be a moment in time," and that's what it is. It tries to get a moment in time. Mm -hmm. And if the words that comes out don't quite scan or they don't really rhyme. Um, I didn't tend to go back and I certainly don't yeah. write it down. I've got nothing written down on paper. Yeah. Um, I just tend to... It's hard as a writer. I didn't want to sound that artist way, but it, mm -hmm. it doesn't really come... You feel like it doesn't really come for you. You just happen <laughs> to be there when it happens. Yeah. See that see that decision you made to, to sing in your own accent? I mean, that's a, that's a brave one, especially for somebody from scotland you know what i mean because it, it, it's, uh, it's well, then. <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't going to say that <laughs> um, but the see if you if you did that wee gig that night singing in your own voice your own accent and it didn't get a good response do you think you'd have just never done it again that's a great question um the songs at that particular stage were written because i kind of had to get it out the, as I say the relationship wasn't really going anywhere yep. um, and I was, wasn't in a great place so I had to do it I had to write it it's an interesting thought that if I had went earlier and people didn't get it um, because I mean again that was that was a wee while ago um, obviously there's West Lothian people big in music like real uh, mm -hmm. making a living it and some of them are have got their own sort of twang um in their voice. So it's, it's an interesting thought. If I, if it had a bombed, would have would have would have gave up? Probably no gave up. Um but the people that I met and the community that I'm involved in, I mean I maybe wouldn't have met a lot of their guys. So who knows what would have happened. But I certainly wouldn't have wouldn't have stopped once I had played that and I had sung it in my own voice and I felt for the first time in a long time that what I was singing meant something to me. It was something that I needed to say, something that I really felt. Um, I, I couldn't stop. And that's mm. kind of where it is now. That I, I never ever sit down and think, right, I'm going to write an EP and I'm going to write a song. It's just whatever's happening, if there's if the song's happening, then I, I, I just get a guitar and make it harm. I, I know I'm, that sounds really bad. No, no. I'm no, just no, I'm no, just no. looking I'm just looking forward to I'm sitting on the bog and there's no bog roll left. <laughs> that's, that's a song waiting to happen. Thing, uh, when I was uh, watching Big Glove, which by the way the the animation on that something I, else. It, I mean you you seen a snippet of that at the start for the people watching. Um that is probably one of the most interesting and nightmarish things I've ever seen in my life. Um <laughs> <laughs> Where who did that for you? Uh, didn't they do it for me? Uh, it was a, oh. a an animator um, who's been in the game for ages. He's got some hmm. great worse, weirder stuff. I'm gonna say worse stuff, but weirder <laughs> stuff than that. Vince wow. Collins, um, right? And I had been, I, I, knew, I knew Big Love was probably. Um, was made accessible to people than a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff is there's quite a bit of death in there and mm. there's quite a bit of darkness in there um so i, I don't normally have a song like that so i thought right well if people are going to listen i'll need something interesting to look at mm. um and i had i can't quite remember what it was but i was looking for something else um and I'd, I'd seen it and I thought, I wonder I wonder if that would go. So I, I didn't really have video stuff. So I turned it down and put the song on and watched the video. And it it seemed to just, key moments seemed to just kind of link eye. So I had got in touch with the guy and I said, look, this is probably quite strange, but I had the song on and I was watching your video and this synced up a wee bit. And is it all right if I, I sort of do that? And he went, I go for it. So that was that. Oh, that's but um, what happened was, is I've got some pals who have got some kids, 
uh, who always are interested when I've got something new, and I had obviously sent them the YouTube link. <laughs> so they're sitting in the living room putting the YouTube link on, and of course, this is no appropriate. <laughs> uh, Craig Matthewman says the video is amazing, some really trippy stuff. Uh, it is I, trippy, I, 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 you would not know that, that those two, the song and the video, were never made together. You would think no. that somebody ate some shrooms and walked into a field one night, <laughs> and that was yeah. basically what came out. It's, it's, it's brilliant. But so when I, I watched that quite a bit because it's a very catchy tune, it's really, I think it's one of those ones you would put on a flag and say, come and check me out. It's the one that Aye. gets people interested, and then it opens mm -hmm. the door to another, another world to where your music goes, right? Which exactly done that for me because the next recommended video was when I was young. Um, oh, right, yeah. And I clicked on that and I thought, <laughs> perfect. It's the, it's uh, it's one of those things that you would see someone playing in the street and it would go viral, right? I think you obviously uploaded when? it before being viral, <laughs> when? right? Before, <laughs> like probably before viral was a, a thing, right? That's a viral thing, eh? <laughs> but the the words in that are so perfect like talking about why like how come sometimes zx spectrum games don't work you know what i mean just, <laughs> everything My in that some keyboard beveled like that just <laughs> <laughs> smash it it's such a wee, it's, battered <laughs> it's such a good little story that as a child, you do think about all those things that questions religion, right? When you find out about space, um, all the things you were told when you were a kid that somebody's going to come up my van and take you away, right? Yes, you don't yeah. don't eat those sweets, the razor blades, all of that stuff. <laughs> perfect. It's absolute for me. It was like this is my childhood in a song. <laughs> I'm glad, man. I'm glad. Every I'm glad. Um, I, I wish I could say there was there was any rhyme or reason to it, but I was driving to work. <laughs> and I went round a roundabout, and I, I, I was, I was terrified a nuclear war. I mean, that that's just kind of relevant now, funnily enough. But mm -hmm. I was terrified of that um, when I was young. Uh, and the the air raid sirens, uh, the, it still actually puts a chill in my spine. And I had, I drove. I was just driving to work, drove around the roundabout, and I heard something, and I was like, "That's a little bit like the air raid sirens." And I thought, "Ah." I, I thought I used to always be really scared that, that there was going to be a nuclear war. <laughs> and literally by the time I got to work, so maybe 10 minutes driving, the whole thing, almost like a stream of consciousness, had just came and I, I was like, I can't believe this is rhyming. <laughs> I can't believe my luck that this is, no, this is actually happening. So when I'd got there, uh, I had uh, kind of went through it. And as always, sort of trying to um, is just keep the chord work as simple, uh, as simple as know the chord work, but certainly the the sequence quite simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always like to try and I'd love to just use one chord if I could just write a song with one chord <laughs> and just hold that chord and play it. That's what I would do. I always like to kind of bring it down. And uh, as soon as I got home, I had an idea what I wanted today, worked it out. And then pretty much recorded a demo, um, and that was that was kind of that was it. That was. Do, that was do you find it hard? Like obviously, like you said, you said a wee while ago that you never really write anything down. I mean, you're you're having to go for head straight to recording. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how? I mean, no lot of folk do that. No, no, no. Certainly, without something written down beforehand, that can't be easy. Well, occasionally the, the phone recording thing is always very handy, especially mm. if you have like a wee, a wee phrase or something and you'll say it or hum a wee um... <laughs> A dull boy ruined my K. tape loader <laughs> A tape, tape loader on the Spectrum 128K mind is the bit of the side the, the 128K, the luxury model with the, with the tape the tape player, the, the tape thing that was attached to it and mine's was like cracked. I had to wedge a two pence piece in to like get the games to hold. <laughs> Do you know man, I still, I still kind of wrap my head around the fact that games were on tapes it's crazy. It's like you you play tapes. I try to you can't tell a tape what today. <laughs> I tried to tell my laddies honestly. I mean, because obviously we've got emulators and I showed them a few games, but I was like, this was like twenty minutes screeching like this, and Aye. if the screen loaded, you you might have been in, but sometimes <laughs> get to the end. Like I don't know, did you ever play the game Zoot? 
on the spectrum where there was like a really sort of basic like voice synthesis thing and it would load and load and take ages to load the game was mm. it was actually pretty rubbish but as soon as it loaded <laughs> it would go but occasionally the memory would just go on phone crash so like, no no we, we can't handle our voice this is just too much no. No. I, see, I, I remember um like brian brian had uh a vic 20 and, oh, I, I. and uh commodore 64 i don't remember a zx spectrum ever been in the house but commodore 64 had very similar problems with the the old uh, loading or, or not loading yep. as it might be um, aye, aye. but actually that, we had a commodore 16 <laughs> at one stage man i didn't even i've spoke to hundreds of people nobody's even heard it i'm sure it, like it did definitely happen <laughs> um, it can't it just have been me commodore 16 eh? he's gonna google it there we go here we go commodore 16 uh -huh. it definitely did happen uh, it definitely uh, did happen what, what, verse, what verse of the bible's it in <laughs> <laughs> oh god um uh. and so what kind of for me um i'd grown up with music and I'd always loved music. I always knew at some point I would maybe try and do something. I started off trying to play the trombone. Wasn't it mm. for me? Um, and then I just kind of stumbled across a guitar one day. I traded like a DVD player and a couple of DVDs for an old shagged up guitar. Uh, it was an mm -hmm. old Tanglewood and a stolen nice. amp that my mate's granddad had burst into mm -hmm. a school and stole. It's one of them big <laughs> wham amps. <laughs> so I was like, we're, we're off to the races here. And I just... I just went for it, and, and the rest is history. What was your intro introduction to becoming not just someone that listens to music, but someone that became an artist? Uh, um, my dad was in bands, dance bands, years mm. and years ago. So there was always instruments, and it would, it would repair. It was like an electronics guy as well. Uh, I laterally a degree. Mm. Excuse me. So it was always like repairing um, guitars, and, and there was always stuff about. So. Uh, I had kind of dipped in and out of it a wee bit. I hadn't really. Um, this is this is a true story. Um, I hadn't really. Uh, I hadn't been bitten at all. I was still at the. Am I going to do karate? Am I going to play the drums? <laughs> I didn't really know what I was going to do. I wanted to do everything, mm -hmm. and uh, because I had dipped in and out a wee bit at the house, I was in. Uh, I must first or second year music and. It happened to be like the guitar module or the guitar wee course. And uh, I think it's Bebop Alula or something. Bebop Alula. <laughs> and uh, strum, 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 strum. And uh, I remember that I've, I, I, I was sort of in the middle. So there's some people who went before me, some people went after me. And I'd done it. And I was like, I'm kind of, I'd heard the people before me and I thought, I'm actually I'm not too bad at this. So it got to the end, and the, the teacher, uh, I can't remember his name, Mr. Keith Ness, maybe, he was talking up who got what grade, and I had said, look, I, I, I think I can, is there any way I can try that again? Because I think I can do better. So he said, aye, aye, no bother. So I'd done it again, and right enough, I, I was better. I had got better. So mm -hmm. um, at the end of that, he had said, right, no bother. So he announced to the class, he said, right, everybody, this is the grade that you got. But seeing as Robin done it again and was slightly better, I'm going to give him the same grade, but everybody else is going to do a grade. Mm. Right. And that made me very, very popular. <laughs> <laughs> that is an actual true story. So I asked, oh. can I try it again? Done it a wee bit better. Kept the same grade, but everybody else in the class got moved in. Uh, that, that's uh, <laughs> good, good old school teaching there. Like, could class, you imagine uh, that now? It'd be class, all our social uh, media. My boy, uh, my boy, very, didn't grade because somebody was better than him. Very, very, very Change dot org. <laughs> so um, it went for there. Right, maybe you're no bad. And then, as I say, uh, guitarist, uh, guitar teacher Ian Smith was a great guy. It was classical stuff um, at schools at the time. Like my son, uh, as I say, he plays guitar. And I would ask him, what's happening at school? And he'd be like, oh, like we're packing up Hendrix and that. And I'm like, what? At school, really? Because mm -hmm. it was all classical stuff. 
And uh, so I can kind of say I'm classically trained, uh, although <laughs> you would maybe never know it. But I used to always say, Ian, at the end, look, at, at that particular time, I was a guitar guy. And I was like, can you show me a wee bit of Hendrix or can you show me a wee bit of Cream? And he would show me wee licks, uh, wee blues licks. So I would go home on the Friday and I would stay up all night until I had perfected the classical thing. And then I'd go to sleep, then I'd get up. And I'd try the wee blues thing or, or the wee rock thing that he showed me. Um, and I, I got to meet my a, a close pal who ended up playing the bass in the band for a while. And we were like a kind of classical duet. And we would go to these um, we would go to these competitions and we would show up. And it was always like wearing dark clays and bad skin and long hair. And all the other <laughs> people were like classical guys with clean cut and well dressed and that. And we would always we would always win or come come setting. So we became like a kind of weird underground classical guitar duo. <laughs> Sounds funny when you say it like <laughs> we uh, I can't even believe this stuff really happened. I, I, I was thinking what am I going to talk about? But it's just turns out it's just a lot of mad stuff yeah, that I haven't <laughs> thought about in a long, long time. Uh, so we we went for there and uh, obviously getting a band and because my dad had been in dance bands, we'd done covers and we'd done bowling clubs and um masonics and things uh, for many many years uh, and we were still at school so we got to school and playing at these places at night and but making good money um then started kind of work worked with a couple of people that wrote their own stuff then i wrote my own stuff and that as i say i worked quite a bit with alan who i think was watching and um when we we were booked today, the liquid rooms and stuff, and the band kind of fell apart a wee bit. Mm. And then there was the big hiatus, and then the guitar and the hometown and the room. So that that's kind of what, what happened. It all really started because of my dad. Um, it was a very different time back then. So he, if he was ever playing a private function like a wedding, it would sometimes, mm. and his guitarist was backshift. He would sneak me in the back door and I would take like, my guitar on and I would just kind of like edge my way out onto the, the stage or the playing area. And I would know some of the songs that he would play, but my dad would always say, right, if you didn't know it, turn it down. Just turn the guitar <laughs> down and look like you're playing. But you, you better believe that the next time I went, I knew these songs. Aye. <laughs> and that, again, is just a crazy memory. I've never thought about that in years. It's, it's funny. Some sometimes you like you might be sit, you sit and think to yourself, ah, I've, "I've had a boring life," but then you actually start talking about it, and you realise that you've you've just no. There's uh, every, everybody's got these memories that come out in conversation that you've you haven't thought about for years. Um, uh, I've not thought so, of that in a while. Aye, uh, it's it's <laughs> it was it was nice to be able to bring that out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, um, uh, thanks. Uh, um, so, uh, live gigs. Uh, mm. You've you've obviously done them for a long, long time yeah. now. When 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 did you last do one? Actually, um, one of the last ones I done was um, I was. heard of the band Rest. Yeah, yeah, my friends, Rest. really good friends with them. Actually, uh, we work very closely with a lot of the crew that work for Rest. Really, yeah, the sound and all that. Yeah. Well, great, great bunch of guys, and and, and quite pally with them. Um, I had opened for them, and uh, again at the Purple Orange, I think I drank two boxes of red wine. <laughs> I can't really mind it much at all. I think that there was, by luck, there was a nurse in the crowd, and I think I actually needed help at one stage. <laughs> a box of wine for when a bottle's just not going to cut it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I, um, but obviously the pandemic's put a, a really, really, really kept that noon again. I mean, I've got stuff coming up. Um, yeah. I noticed. I noticed you were you you were um, advertising. No, advertising. Sharing something on Facebook uh, earlier on. That there's what thirty tickets or so left for. Was that was that in Glasgow or something? This one? Uh, no, again, it's the Purple Orange. Was um, it the Purple Orange? Uh, right. It's, it's, at, it's at the Purple Orange. I. Um, what date is the, that? I think it's April the ninth. April the ninth. It's a just Saturday. Confirm that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. 
Uh, we'll need to get along and see this, Jamie. No, I. Uh, <laughs> seven o'clock. <I> can, <laughs> yes. Doesn't tell me the date though. Uh, <laughs> it's seven o'clock. Just show up every night. It's Saturday, April uh, the ninth, April. So this for me is a, a great one. I, I don't know if he's known the weather tanned uh, or weather tanned. It's actually how I got to know Kyle because hmm. I'd been listening to podcasts and I'd picked up on a couple of Weather Tan songs and uh, I had then searched for them and I had saw that Kyle had done, had covered the, the whole album. And that, <laughs> that doesn't that was, seem like something Kyle would do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was a quiet week writing. And, uh, so I'd emailed him and I'd said, look, Ken, I've kind of got into Weather Tanned and you're playing the whole thing. It's, it's amazing. And that, that was how it started. So it's going to be great to play uh, on the same stage as Weather Tanned. He's wrote some incredible songs um next friday this is friday 18th so next friday um it sounds like it's the only place that i play excuse me about <laughs> the purple orange again um right but we're there or i'm there supporting I've, there's a good few pals that that's going to be there um ryan morecambe's a good local musician the anarchist know. band i think is my mate scott i'm not 100 sure Kevin Gilday, who's like a, a brilliant spoken word artist, mm. um, who's done fringe stuff and uh, and that sort of thing. But the big thing is a, a guy called the Pure Gallus. Now you probably know I've heard of the Pure Gallus, but search the Pure Gallus. He's going to be mm. the main guy there next week. And it's a good uh, name. It's I I I wish I always get jealous when I tell people about the Pure Gallus because. I knew right away when I heard him, this is for me, and it's great. He's a bit like me in as much as that some folk get it and some folk don't, but it's right. good to see folk when they do. So he's mm -hmm. definitely worth a look. Well, um, we might come along to that one then. That's uh, next Friday, isn't it? That's next Friday, so please do. Um, J-Mac, you're here anyway. We've got a meeting with an actress, so... Yes. So that's you're here anyway. Point. No good excuses. Point. Yeah, we'll be there, Robin. I wouldn't make an excuse. <laughs> if I can no, go, I'll go. Superb. No, <laughs> that would be great to see wait, you. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Definitely. Wait a minute. Much of the tickets. <laughs> uh, I'll sort the ones out for you. No, They're no, free. I think it's free. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll save two back for you. It's free. <laughs> I'll get you on the guest list. Uh, <laughs> we all show up in suits and that. We're on the list, mate. He's like, there's no list. I can get in. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I, absolutely. We need to make sure and headlong that. I would love to come no, on. No, if you can get out, that'd be great. Be that'd be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Do, do you play Big Glove live? I've, I've always wondered. Um, that. I'll, I'll only play. Big Glove Live with a backing track actually. Right. Right. Um when I'm doing it, but uh, they tend to be mere acoustic strummy versions of, mm -hmm. well, other acoustic strummy versions um that rather than the backing tracks. I've done it a few times. Killing karaoke as well is another one that mm. sometimes do with backing tracks, but I just I don't know what to do with my hands when I, I've got to hide behind the guitar, to be honest. Uh, I mean, well, Big Glove can be played on an acoustic guitar. Well, so I've heard. I mean, <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen it actually happen, but... <laughs> um, I like it. The one, it was actually the first one that um, uh, my brother had sent me, um, and it was uh, 21st Century Dad. Oh, I, uh, that, that, uh, that's a great wee tune, man. Um, there's uh, just there's nothing there's nothing you can like about it. It's brilliant. I uh, no long after I wrote it, I, I remember I played it in the Henry's Cellar Bar in uh, Edinburgh. Um, it might have been when I actually met uh, Latch, the anti folk guy, um, and I had there was a couple of guys in playing it as well, and I I was playing away and. You've heard the song, and there's the bit where it's like Moldus' son lives with his mum. I see him when I can, and one of the other guys, uh, after I'd finished, came up with his greeting, and he was like, <laughs> "I didn't get to see my son, man." And, and that that was that was it. I was like, I started greeting, and then everybody was greeting. <laughs> no, but it was it, it was incredible that somebody yeah. was listening and bought into it. Um, it doesn't happen that often. Well, Aye. you see, I think I disagree. I think it does because every song that I've listened to on your Spotify, apart from Big Glove, and I'm sure that I've just yet to find that part of that song yet, but every song <laughs> is very relatable. It's like, it's like, I remember the time I came out of a random fanny and went back in there again. 
And um, there was a cat turned into a fish. Uh, it was a great night. I remember swimming in mine, tears into my, my tear duct and uh, well, falling down my own throat. <laughs> the thing is, uh, your music is very, very relatable. And that's what I had said to J-Mac when we were chatting about back and forth. Wasn't that right? I said, I said every, every single song that you've got on Spotify that I've been listening to is almost like you've just wrote a journal. And then you've found a way to make it musical. You know what I mean? It really is. It's like a look into your soul, which is honest as well. Brutally honest. That's such a nice thing to, to hear to hear you well, say, man. I mean, it's good for it us means a lot. It really means a lot. Um, it's absolutely that. I mean, we... Um, aye, but, but Big Love, I mean, that's one that shouldn't really look... or have to look too much into it. I, I actually, I was really, really drunk at a wedding and there was one of the Big Loves... And um, I was like, big love, that's 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 brilliant. And then I was like, Fleetwood Mark, I was like, ah, shit. I kind of call it big love. But the, the whole song is just a bit shagging. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Like, you can just look at any situation. Like, like, like for example, now I could go, right, I'm just going to write a, I'm going to write a song called Ring Lights and Port Scratchings. And you could probably do something with that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, he's definitely uh, got a ring light on and he's got post scratches that ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was no wishful thinking that is that was a real snack <laughs> they're not even open yet i'm going to open these during the watch along <laughs> oh no that means everybody at home listening gets to hear you crunching no no i'll make sure to mute it or if i forget you'll get one punch and you will just see kev like this mute <laughs> <laughs> you just see it go it automatically just ends up like that <laughs> um so next next friday at the purple orange we might well see That's you there gonna, oh, i hope so man it would be great to see you. um I, I would appreciate really that there, there might be a couple of uh, at least two kind of new newish ones at least newish mm. ones that i haven't I have recorded or got done yet um it's, i've found it really hard to write during the pandemic everybody's mm. Mental health taking a bit of doing. Uh, it's one of the reasons I thought I'd take a, a year off the drink because it's <laughs> like drinking a lot. Uh, but I, as you've probably noticed, if, I, if I'm not out there getting into trouble, getting drunk, doing daft things, it's, I've not got that much to write about. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I like it, it, it tends to come for either being like ridiculously hungover and reevaluating my entire life and. Aye. Or being in a place where I'm nostalgic because I'm quite a nostalgic, although no, mm. nostalgia is no what it used to be. But uh, um, <laughs> that's, that's the most, that's the best statement I've ever heard. <laughs> nostalgia I would actually, it, used to be. Uh, it was one for my dad. Oh, I, I would like to, so nostalgia is no what it used to be. <laughs> I think you would do really well at uh, creating a song with just one chord. I think I, if anybody I, can do it, you can. Uh, that is what I've been going for. Um, <laughs> a lot of them day end up being two and changes in chords, but that I, I day try and bring. Um, there's loads that are just two, two chords. But what I, what I, what I found is talking to other folk. Um, whenever we have like a beer and, and we get into um, we get into like talking about songs. Loads of folk are uh, uh, they they see how what's the sequence there, and I'm like that's just like F and B flat or C and G, but oh, I use a couple, and uh, they're always like, aye, but it sounds like so much more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I, I tend to like do a strange rhythm thing in that. Play about and, and they're like, I, I, can't, I can't quite do it. And I'm like, I can't no date. I'm not trying to date that. <laughs> I'm just, that happens to be just how it is. So I'm probably quite lucky that I've got that weirdish disposition. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just lazy. It's it's C-shape, you'll notice you'll notice here that we've got we've got a Todd we've got a uh, comment here for Todd a surprise. Now Todd Surprise mm-hmm. was a, a previous guest of ours. He was the the guy that told his story about sitting in the third row when Owen Hart uh, hit the mat. And um he's he's for Kansas City, so he's over in the States. He's a musician as well. So Absolutely Todd, great Todd, musician. Todd, make sure you check out a dull boy, all this stuff's mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, oh, yep, see what you think, get it shared. You never know, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and on top of that, Todd's actually just uh 
released his own podcast that you can find. Uh, it's called Mostly Motorsports. Watch it live from Monday to Friday, 12 noon, 1 p.m. Uh, CT time. What's CT time? I'm trying to tune in. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and that's from the Racing Boys uh, fa- fa- uh, Facebook page. Oh, yeah. So make yeah. sure to definitely anybody anybody that remembers Todd and enjoyed that episode to go ahead and follow him there. But yeah, Todd would actually really enjoy your music. Todd, you need to check it out. He says, yeah. will do for sure. Thanks for the shout out. Always a pleasure, oh, Todd. Cheers. Always a pleasure. CT yeah. is central time, by the way. <laughs> you've got you've got I Pacific time, you've got uh Eastern, and you've got Central. We've established um, between you and I, J Mac, that I'm not the time guy. I can't have got that either. Oh, honestly, man. <laughs> Every time we're getting a guest on for the States, Kev's texting me like, right, what time is it for him? <laughs> <laughs> is it early? Is it late? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, uh, no, not at all. Um, so we've kind of covered what where you've we been in this in this wonderful West Lothian music scene, which by the way is so fruitful when you look at really what's happened in our, our scene. I think it's went crazy, man. Eh? It has it. I think yeah. 2006 was the year of the singer-songwriter. Do you remember back when it was like Jack, what's the name? Jack Johnson and mm-hmm. all these people, they were really flooding the charts, Paolo Nutini. Mm-hmm. Um it would be nice to see that come back again because what's in the charts now is just Unoriginal drivel, unbelievably ah, couldn't terrible. even tell you one thing that's uh, that's in it. I'm listening to the new uh, my thing, the news, Gene Pitney. Gene Pitney. Pitney's like hmm. the the uh, 50s, 60s guy that is in every charity shop this year. I kind of got into vinyl and I got mm-hmm. a load of vinyl for a charity shop, and one of them is Gene Pitney's Super 16 or something. And uh, it's got one song on it that's just an unbelievable banger. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, you've got to go and search Gene Pitney the and you're going to be like, what? Where, but, uh, where's, <laughs> yeah. where's, where's he from? Uh, he must be American. Must <laughs> be American. Um, that Heaven 17 I've got right into as well. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heaven 17. Uh, but I couldn't tell you what's in it. I mean, I, I've probably displayed that by the two, the two recent. I tell you, who I'm really in, and he's. I don't know if you've ever heard them or not. I, I, one of, because I was going about charity shows and, and into vinyl. What I used to like to do was buy old, uh, unusual '80s compilations. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely no. Now that's what I call music. And this <laughs> uh, actually led me doing another slight tangent as well that. There used to be loads of these types of compilations, but somehow now that's what I call music has monopolized them. I, be, I believe they must have somehow crushed these other guys because mm. it's uh, it's like interest and artwork, <laughs> crap artwork, but it's, 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 it's great. So I came across this one that's called something like Now This Is Music 5. And right. uh, listening to it and just a lot of months, but just these few gems. And one of them is Falco. Who's this Falco. this Austrian guy? I don't know how it I don't know if it did chart in Britain, but it's called Genie. Definitely look this mad song up. Genie <laughs> by Falco. So my my team that I work with, we go kind of I was like, I've I've heard this. This is crazy, listen to it. So we all kind of started to get into it. And then the more you look into it, there's conspiracies around this guy. That I think if you look up, you didn't quote me on it, but if you look up, mm-hmm. it, that some people think that he actually uh, he moved to America and he became like a wrestler. Uh, he, he's he's supposedly Kevin faked his would own know. death. I would definitely know if he was a wrestler. He um, faked his own death. Um, this song Genie was apparently about kidnapping, and there was a whole thing. Let me see if I can find mm. it exactly who was. Uh, he Falco, actually looks like uh, an actor. He looks more like an actor. Who does he look like? He looks like uh, I can see him in my head, a Scottish actor. But no, nah, looking at his face, I definitely would say that he never became a wrestler. Not in at least not. There is, a... there's. De- I mean, it's probably not true, but it's just this huge conspiracy hanging around about him. Mm-hmm. All because I bought that four pound. Now this is music, <laughs> dodgy eighties compilation. So that's like my new hobby. I've got loads of them. See, that's a that's a song waiting to happen as well. Ah, exactly. The, the, the yeah. pursuit of finding unusual. I mean, it's yeah. I like stuff like Jackson Brown and all that. I kind of just. Oh, aye. nice. What what I'll find is some of my favorite artists will cover a song that I'm like, that's a banging tune. I'll go back and listen to the original artist, aye. and that sends me down that rabbit hole. Aye, so aye. that kind of stuff. I, I, I 
that's kind of where I go. And I used to be a bit like yourself. I had lots of vinyls, um, right. but then then they, they were really expensive, and I'm like, oh, I knew it, put them. So being married, you know how that is. You, oh, you only have them <laughs> for a certain amount I've, of time. I've spent, <laughs> I've spent like 100 and, 150 pounds on rubbish like last month, like stuff from my childhood. I don't know if you, you might see something in the background here. I've got uh, a, a 1998 edition of Loaded magazine that I nice. remember buying. Right? Nice. I've got a Stretch Armstrong for 1992. <laughs> I've got uh, a Lion and Tiger uh, Thundercat. Oh, really? Uh, nice uh, action figures. What else right. did I get? Some VHSs. I got a Congo movie, an original Congo movie poster. Remember Congo? Wow. Uh-huh. Um, I just went on this kind of mad nineties thing. Uh-huh. Um, was there I- ever? Did they ever do a Thundercats movie that was no. oft promised? No, they, <laughs> I think I think basically I think the, it was really quite. I don't know how far into the works they got with it, but the the idea was that Michael Clark Duncan was going to play Panthro. And mm. he died, and I don't ah, know if they right. just never picked it up after that. Or I mean, imagine him as Panthro Man; it's perfect. Mm. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Kev, did you ever watch Thundercats? Biker Mice yeah. from Outer Space was my jam, mate. Ah, Biker Mice from Mars, ah. get it right. It was Mars. Maybe it wasn't Biker my Mice jam. From Mars. <laughs> I, I um, kind of was just the tail end because obviously you had the whole turtles thing, and then the Biker Mice came after the turtles, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye, but no, like he man. <laughs> wrote that shit. They were on stuff. Aye, exactly. Aye. Aye, I remember just exhausted. That. Let's start doing animals. Was there <laughs> no some other rat hang as well? Rat king. Was, <laughs> king rat, rat king. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, so we've got like, another 10 minutes before we before we go oh. on to the next episode, which is our walk, watch along. So we're going to chat to you just a wee bit about, I mean, you're obviously, nostalgia is your thing. So what yeah. are some of your favourite movies growing up? Because we kind of, that's pretty much what we talk about all the time on this podcast. Um, so everybody knows ours, but what, what is yours? Big horror horror guy. Um, probably born of being exposed to inappropriate <laughs> material far, far too young. The first memory I've got is The Evil Dead, um, the original Evil Dead in my oh. grand's house in the heating. <laughs> that house was always burning, man. <laughs> and just the heat, the terror, the top loader VHS, but I can still mind the VHS getting put in, mm-hmm. pushed in. And then we're gonna get you. Never slept for weeks, but <laughs> developed, developed. I don't know. It's strange. I don't know if it's PTSD or, or what it is, but developed a strange thing for horror. So then, all, all the obvious ones: Nightmare on Elm Street One, oh, absolute classic, and you can go right through to The Shining, which is where a, a dull boy came for all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. A dull boy. Like, Didn't even think to boy. ask. Uh, that's what it was uh, so the shining um jaws uh, massive jaws the original piranha as well um oh, the river is filled Speak, with speaking fish. of jaws <laughs> this is, <laughs> last, week, nice. last, week, last week we watched this terrible film called Ouija Shark. It was about a Ouija, a Ouija board with a, a ghost shark. I in thought it. it was going to be a shark for Glasgow, man. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, uh, Craig Matthew was nice enough to do the mock up of Ouija Shark. So that's, <laughs> uh, that's me. I think that's, the, I think that's the poster for Jaws 2. Uh, um, and then they've <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. The man is <laughs> so, mega talented. Shining, Jaws. Aye, so that sort of thing. Um, uh, all the horrors, classic horrors, a really good horror, an old one. I don't know if you've seen it, The Intruders. It's kind of set in like a show. Uh, mm-hmm. The Night Shift guys are putting out. Can't remember who it was that done the effects, but there's some really excellent effects. He's getting crushed and things. Yeah. Um, so I love all that stuff. But getting newer American Psycho is just <laughs> so quotable. Great, great yeah. film. But probably my my favorite film, certainly at the minute, and it's Noah Horror. And I don't know if you've seen it or if anybody that's watching has seen it, but with Neil and I. Do you know what? It's, it's on my list. It's been on my list With for Neil years. As Richard, e, Richard E. Grant. And- Richard E. Grant, aye. Mm-hmm. It is just great. Um, used to get in for having been at the pub or wherever and just pit it on and watch it to the end and then 
put it on again for the start. Just it's so quotable. There's that is just great. But if you had to ask, I definitely horror. Uh, all, all about the all about the horror. Um, I remember me, meeting you at the the Lost Boys uh, screening that we did, and uh, you you were very very keen to get your movie script signed by G. Tom Mack. Um, Definitely, man. You managed, sort of do managed to get aye. him just just before he he wasn't very well. I think he might have aye, had something that rhymes with Schmovid. Aye, um, I was going to say that. Uh, aye, and uh, <laughs> it managed to get it signed just before he left. So no, big Lost Boys I fan as well. Um, I love love all that stuff, and I, I love all the John Hughes. It's I've got it's got especially a wee soft spot for Weird Science. I don't know if you've seen that one. Oh, I've mm-hmm. seen Weird tremendous, Science. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, Film. What's her name again? Kelly LeBrock. Was that her name? Kelly LeBrock. Oh. Kelly LeBrock. Man, uh, were, uh, <laughs> he's so dude. Look, wore, <laughs> almost wore the the video. Uh, <laughs> loved that. Loved that film. Um, I no, mostly horror, though. I would say we done a a wee docu. Well, a wee documentary was made by one of our friends about our last three years in podcasting, and, and uh, we actually interviewed someone that J Mac had watched for many years and what was it you actually said in this documentary while using the footage of our interview with her you said my tape had gone green at the bits she was in aye <laughs> uh, uh, it was um it, it was a, a very That's very moisture uh, in the air man oh. <laughs> <laughs> moisture and salt uh, i think uh, uh, her name's caroline monroe i don't know if you're familiar with her but she was um she was a bit of a bit of a stunner back in the day um oh, she was in she, uh, she was in one of the i think she was in one of the roger moore uh, bond right, movies okay. and she was uh-huh. also in it was one of my favorite films as a kid it was called at the earth's core with doug mcclure and peter cushion uh, oh, they kind of drilled into the middle of the earth and, uh, and uh, caroline monroe man give, give her a google she was something else and but i met her and i and i told her that she was my first ever crush really um, and I totally embarrassed myself when we were saying goodbye. Like, just went totally unprofessional. Was like, nah, fuck it. Just leaned in, gave her a wee kiss, and decided he'd. She's like, she's like, six <laughs> eight, man. <laughs> oh no! Walking away like that. Oh no! <laughs> I just oh, remember being good. like, did he just kiss her? <laughs> <laughs> On the side of the head. <laughs> like, imagine, like... Yeah, yeah. It was even more awkward when I tried to kiss Jimmy V, who played R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> On the kidding. side of the head? Aye, <laughs> 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 <right>, which head? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm just totally trying joking. something. That was funny. Just trying something. <laughs> I was going to say I, I think we could speak for a lot longer but we're on a schedule um, so we, we better bugger Definitely. off but, um, aye, I know you've uh, got stuff today man aye, no. um, it was great having you on Robin and uh, we know. might well see you on, on Friday uh, like I said, we, will, man. we will see aye, you on Friday aye. I mean we um, might well We'll see you on Friday. I just, I just need to tell my missus. Uh, (laughs) She's not watching. (laughs) Ask. (laughs) I am. We'll definitely next time you release uh, another EP or another wee album, it will definitely get you back on, and we'll, we'll go through that. Well, you will be the first to hear it, man. That'd Um, be awesome. Aye, I'll definitely do that. Definitely keep us in the loop. And uh, so yeah, we'll see you Friday, and uh, also. I'm sure we, we we do events all over the t- like you've been to one, um, yeah. So so the I wish I'd I wish I'd known you then. I'd have totally had you on supporting G Tom Mac. That would have been oh awesome. man. Timing's <laughs> everything. Eh? Timing's oh, everything. Is, but man, it is. But listen, it's never too late. Absolutely, it's never we've, too late. We'll have a bit more in the pipeline in the next wee bit or so. So keep your eyes peeled, and we'll definitely listen, make man, it happen. Definitely. Aye, aye. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks no. to you. Yeah, pleasure's absolutely it. ours, eh? Pleasure's thanks ours. for your story, man. It's yeah. been it's been a blast. No, absolutely. Thanks um, for teasing it up. I, <laughs> um, keep keep so in touch. And, it's a bit uh, like therapy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what music should be, right? Exactly, and podcasts. And this, this is what exactly. art was created for, is to bring <laughs> us all together and just let it out, eh? Um, so 
we're going to do that again in about three minutes we'll go live we're going to do a, a watch along of the movie house shark so um anybody <laughs> including yourself if you're up for it what you do is you just basically click on our next stream we'll put cool. the movie on you guys put the movie on and we'll just have fun and we'll just uh, cool. enjoy the rest of the night so we'll see you there guys again robin thanks again and we will Not catch you all on the next sign take it easy guys Thank you.